Welcome to the Sports Betting Podcast. The Line Breakers. Hello everyone out there. This is the Line Breakers Podcast. I'm here, Coop. I'm here with my partner in crime. The, the professor. professor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's him there. Uh, big news this week. We finally uh, we went live. You can visit our website, www.thelinebreakers.com. Go up there. Boom. Got a fresh new layout. Looks clean. Top of the page. This week's tips. That's where we'll you'll get our picks and all of um, all of the data that we work on and all of the write-ups that we have to, to the reasoning why we have our uh, daily picks. And we have three packages. We have a week, a month. And, and if you want, just want to pop in, try a day, see how we do, then we have the daily package. We also have if you don't cash, we don't cash for the week and the month. If we're not positive at the end of the week or the end of the month, you will get um, a free week or a free month, depending on depending on what you got. Why don't you give them the prices on the uh, packages? Uh, yeah, the daily package is nineteen ninety nine weekly, forty nine ninety nine, and the month is just uh, one ninety um, one ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah, not too bad. Um, but yeah, when, uh, I mean, we have the packages there, we're fully live. This is the, this is all the plays that we've been, um, handing out for free. I mean, on our Instagram page, we will not be doing that anymore. Um, I mean, we've had pretty good weeks. We've had uh positive weeks. We're not going to win every day, but in our system, we do, we do, uh, we're our confident in our system and all of our data analysis, all the research we put in that we will win in the long term. And that's why we have our guarantee that if, you don't cash, we don't cash. So, what do you think about it, uh, the professor? You think um, you don't find that uh, guarantee anywhere else? Yeah, no. I mean, I've yet to see it. <laughs> I mean, we yeah, perused pro- all these other uh, betting consultants, and we haven't seen that type of guarantee. Yeah, and the prices uh, are very competitive against uh, people out there uh, doing this uh, type of business without all of the analysis. That yeah, we exactly. Give. Yeah, we're proving. I mean, especially with our all of the reasons why we put all the trends that we see, uh, matchups, hot streaks, cold streaks, how players are hitting, how teams are hitting, and we put that all in there, and you see it. So I mean, you can believe that we're not just flipping a coin every night and going, "Oh, the uh, Giants are going to win because uh, it landed on heads." Yeah. No. By the way, the prices, uh, you know, eventually may rise, uh, but we want to prove and reward people following us that we are starting cheaper. So if you look at a weekly of forty nine ninety nine, and we guarantee a week, so um, you know you got to find that as a steal. Yeah, I mean you see some people out there they're doing a hundred, one hundred and fifty dollars a week, and they're not having this guarantee. They're just saying thank you for the money, and and if they win, if they lose, they don't care. They just want that money, right? Yep. They just want that quick paycheck. Pay the rent. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> but exactly, com. Go over there. I'm looking right now. Top right-hand corner, blue tab this week's te- this week's tips. Go in there. Um, yeah, I mean, and that's where, we, that's where you'll see all our picks. And, I mean, we feel confident uh, every day that well, our picks will win. Um, I mean, we're not going to win every day, but we definitely go into the day thinking that they will win. You're probably listening to the podcast on our website, maybe iTunes, if you're on the website, there's also a subscribe to the podcast tab. Also, a big one, we, be, we will be giving out promos possibly in the future to help out uh, our loyal listeners out there. We know there's a couple of them, and we want to give back. That's exactly why we have the lower prices at the beginning of the um, of the start of our packages being released. All right. So what do we got for this week? So just happened this weekend, the Open. Obviously, over there in uh, Ireland, Royal Port um, Country Club. And... What did you think of it? What did you think of the whole uh, British Open, the experience, the lore, everything about it? 
Uh, what did you What did you take from it? What, what would you say is the most uh, important thing? Well, that the Irishman won. I was happy to say that I picked the winner, but of course I bet on about three hundred people. Yeah, but you still won. <laughs> <laughs> so I still won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, we didn't. I mean, we weren't confident about that. We don't really. Our expertise isn't in golf exactly. We uh, took a little piece of every of everyone, but I, I gotta tell you, it was interesting to watch the uh, the the rain and the wind. Uh, you know, yeah. everybody mm-hmm. suiting up like they were. You know, uh, watching a football game in December. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. You see, like golfers just like bundling up. You can't really tell who's who. Uh, like what's going on really. And a couple of, um, especially before the cut, a couple of big names not making it. Tiger Woods. I've seen Ira having a good two days. He looked, he just looked old out there. Maybe it was the cold. You know how like sometimes you always hear older people waking up in the morning. Oh, my joints are my joints are hurting, or it's cold out, and they're it's you know it's hard to warm them up. That's I what he kind of seemed like that. Yeah, there. I still think he's got maybe one, maybe two, two or three. I think there's a, a record out there. I forget what it is. It's uh, what. Eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, the think. majors. He, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's got to. Uh, I think he has it in him. When? I don't know. So. We'll be, we'll, yeah. keep, we'll be keeping a close eye on it so we could tell you hopefully what we think at the, the time when it'll happen. But uh, um, I think he's got it in him. Yeah, maybe another fusion in his uh I don't know about Phil Mickelson. But <laughs> Phil Mickelson's out there still getting, I mean, still doing his thing, getting his money. Yeah. But also Rory. Rory McIlroy missed the cut too. I mean, the hometown favorite. Everyone was talking about coming into the weekend. Um, I mean, yeah, he shot 79 the first day. Tried to battle back, shot a 65 on the second day, missed the cut by one stroke. I mean, I don't know. I felt bad of, for him in that, that first hole. I think maybe they should have had a pint of Guinness on each, on each hole. Maybe that would have helped him out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. If he would have won that tournament, he would have never had a drink ever. That's true. Uh, another thing, and then also coming into Sunday, obviously uh, the leader was up by so many strokes, but J.B. Holmes. He's what kinda, a disaster kinda, that was. Yeah, that poor guy stole, melted. Yeah, he kind of stole the, uh, the headline. Especially at the end of the day, um, yeah. What was he? He shot uh, plus sixteen yeah. on uh, on the last round. I mean, just it was just horrible holding people up. I know Brooks Kepka after his round, he was complaining the slow play. He was obviously throwing him off. I mean, professional golfers are used to some sort of standard of pace, and that just he wasn't cutting it. Obviously, yeah. I'm just surprised they didn't, uh, you know, have the. Uh the Rangers or whatever you want to call those guys did. <laughs> yeah, just let <laughs> them pass them, right? Along, yeah. right? That happens to me every time when I play. <laughs> yeah. Get away from the cart goal. Let's go. <laughs> but also another big oh, that's story. That's because I'm waiting for the, 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 the woman with the cart that brings yeah. the drinks. That's probably why I'm <laughs> so slow. I'm just a viewer today. I'm not golfing. <laughs> but uh, also, J.B. Holmes, he lost out on close to uh, $800,000. If he would have finished in... Um, in the place he started the day at, he would have gotten whatever seven hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, it's obviously. always fascinating. I mean, most people don't don't see that, but when you look, let's say the guy that that loses by one stroke in in a major championship, and that one stroke is worth probably eight or nine hundred thousand dollars. I mean, that's got to be a real killer. Yeah. But when you see a guy melting down like this, where you know, I'm, I'm laughing there. Yeah. The, the caddy, he's asking for his club, and the caddy says, "Get your own club." <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, because we all know the caddies will probably get 10 percent of the winnings. Yeah, he's looking there. He's going to win seventy, like seventy thousand dollars. It's yeah. like, whoa, it's more than the um, average in the United States. And now he's what taking home twenty five hundred. Yeah, that's it's a slow, slow, slow weekend for him. I'm surprised. That. I mean, Kepka's still, he's still he's still up there. I mean, that guy is 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 money. Uh, you know, if you if you can just kind of. 
which is what I've been trying to do, although I missed the opportunity this time. I was doing some other stuff, and I didn't get a chance to put in a bet. But usually you'll have these uh, um, uh, bets where you can pick the, some of your people into the top five or the top uh, ten. Yeah, I'm just trying uh, to and take advantage of that. Right? Yeah, yeah. And he's been money for that for, for um, you know, many uh, um, um yeah, many majors. I mean, he's yeah. always he's always at the top in the majors. Yeah. Second, yeah, he finished second, yeah. won one this year, second, and now fourth. I mean, he's always going to be up there. I'm sure the odds weren't that great yeah. of him um, finishing up in the uh, the top ten or yeah. top five. But Dude is a moose, though, man. I mean, yeah, he's, no, he's, he's built. a tank. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah he's definitely a guy you want to. Uh, when the majors come around, you definitely want to lay some uh, lay some bread on that guy. Cool. Yeah. That's all we have for the uh, the British Open. We'll be right back. We're back with the Linebreakers Podcast, number 13. Once again, if you're listening to on our website, right at the top of the page, get our weekly tips right there. Three packages, very affordable. And once again, we have our guarantee, $49.99, $199 for the month. And who's giving guarantees out like this? Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. No, nobody like us. We're about to change the game. I'm like Once again, we're very confident in our picks, but we're also giving you the guarantee. We're giving you that, that back pocket, uh, almost that back pocket deal that uh, everyone always loves. Everyone loves the, uh, the good deal at the end of the day, right? Absolutely. Okay. We'll move into uh, baseball. Baseball is coming up. Obviously, we passed the midway point. Moving along in, teams are uh, teams are showing what they really got. Teams are selling. Teams are buying. And jump right into the trade deadline with uh, who do we got over there, Professor? Who do, who's at the top of the list for everyone's uh, needs? I think everybody's talking about Bumgard, right? Ooh, Mad Bum. The Mad Bum, yeah. And now all of a sudden, the uh, the Giants ended up playing the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> they were it's, like, oh, shoot, we actually the Met, won. The Mets outscore them by, what, 13 or 14 runs, and they lose three out of the four games? Yeah. I, I don't get that. Yeah, especially that one tough one with the pop fly to uh, to end the game, the walk-off. That's that's always a tough way to lose no matter uh, – in, in a long season. I mean, you don't, you don't see many of those, but right, so of course the Giants to now, the Mets. Yeah, the Giants now are thinking that maybe they have to keep this guy. So it's it's up in the yeah, air. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I mean, it, it, seemed like, it seemed like they always had like kind of a bad relationship at the beginning of the year. They're fifty-one and fifty. Um, we took them later tonight to win, um, obviously. And Madison Bumgarner is pitching tonight, um, coincidentally. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it seems like that. They're nine and one in their last ten. I guess they I think they've won. Um, what do we have here? Sixteen. They're sixteen and three in their last nineteen games. I mean, that's something that's just. They know they got to think about it now. Obviously, they play in the same division as the Giant, as the uh, not the Giants, as the Dodgers, and the Dodgers are just going to run away with that Forget division. Forget about it. The Dodgers yeah, have got this thing locked up. They're tied for second in the division. And they're fifteen and a half games back. I mean, that's just. And the Dodgers, but they I think, all have one game great, out of the great the pitching too. Yeah, I mean, the Dodgers have great everything hitting. It seems like everyone they draft comes up through the ranks and. Just turned out to be a great player. By the way, the Dodgers. I was looking at their, their uh, stats. I think their uh, their home um, stats. I mean, it's just incredible. Yeah. So when they're home, twelve at home. When they're home, <laughs> it's money. Just just you <laughs> Basically. know. Basically, yeah. But that's why they're pulling in. Like they're like minus three hundred at home, especially when you got like Kershaw going. Yeah. So I mean, play with your own risk. But I well, mean, they clearly have the best home team, and they'll, they're going to be there deep in October. Yeah, but I think sometimes what we look at is the what is it the uh, minus one and a half. Uh, uh, wage because it's mm-hmm. it's a little bit better odds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'll and cut they're down killing the, the hell out of the ball anyway. So yeah, mm-hmm. we took one of those. We took Cleveland tonight, one and mm-hmm. a half. I think they're up one right now. Hopefully, they come through and um, and cover for us. Um, but yeah, I mean that, that was one of those games too. That was just like a great trend. Uh, Aaron Sanchez, the pitcher for Toronto. I think he lost his last. 
it was like some crazy number. Like he lost his last 10 starts, like 10 straight starts, 10 straight losses. So, I mean, that's just one of those trends that we find when we're... Maybe they could trade him to the Mets where he belongs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think he wants to go to the Mets. He's like, no, thank you. <laughs> Toronto's like, you'd <laughs> rather stay in Canada than go to the Mets. <laughs> um, but also in other news, the Yankee game, I don't know people might have saw those little clip. Um, I mean, especially just seeing it live, uh, Luke Foyt just 95-an-hour fastball up and in. I mean, obviously it seemed like it grazed his chin, but I mean, still, that's coming at you flying. You're... You have to change your pants after that one. I, I like saw that. I mean, it, he was very fortunate. Uh, I've uh, I've been fortunate to see some of these guys get hit over the years as I'm a lot older. Uh, but uh, and I'm trying to remember, was it uh, Petroselli or uh, Cavalier? There was a guy from the ball. He got hit in the eye. I remember that seeing that I was a kid, mm-hmm. and he got I mean taken out mm-hmm. right straight. Now that's when the days when the when the you know pitchers can can throw that brush back pitch, but that was a killer for that poor guy. Yeah, I remember uh, Jerry. Was it no Thurman Munson? Thurman Munson got hit in the neck. Mm-hmm. with a ball and the commentator was looking say watch he won't even touch his neck and he walked all the way to first base and and just kept kind of moving his head around or whatever but he wouldn't touch it with his hands <laughs> yeah it's like that whole ego Don't, macho yes, thing right? yes yes but in those days you could see like uh, uh bob gibson um you know just hitting you pretty much knocking you down tom siva did that a lot mm-hmm. now today is if the ball gets anywhere close to you you know that everybody's <laughs> crying and fighting and, uh, yeah the best the, the greatest thing in baseball the bench is clearing brawl yeah. quotes but this kid was lucky tony, it's tony conliero oh that's it that's it yeah yeah my tony the, c as they call him. right 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 that was then they had a picture of him it was pretty bad yeah um and also the guy in sandlot was also hit in the eye yeah a little fun fact yeah James Earl Jones was hit in the eye and he lost it. So. Yeah, I don't watch those movies. <laughs> good movies, good classics. But you know, uh, it's quite interesting that um, you've got the, those um, protective gear around the elbows. Yeah. If you noticed that recently, I saw. I, yeah, that I, could end, I, I end think, player seasons right there. When yeah, they the I think elbow. that's a good thing. Although you know, I'm, I'm wondering in the future if these guys will all kind of before they you know they get out to the on deck circle, they get their armor transformer <laughs> uniform on. Yeah, exactly. When Cano walks, it's like he takes off like his elbow pad. He takes off yeah. his shin pad. It's like, what are you doing, guy? Yeah. Just go, anyway, go up that, there and hit the ball. That kid, uh, uh, Luke uh, Voigt, right, was uh, yep. from the Yankees. He's yep. very fortunate. I think they could have ripped off his uh, lips with that yep. uh, pitch. But so, it's also something important, too, before, I just want to cut yep. you off there. It's important that, I mean, we laugh about these like players wearing armor and stuff like that, but, I mean, if you're betting on a game, if you're betting on the Yankees, you want Luke Voigt in. You want him in. He's a yep. powerful hitter. He exactly. gets extra base hits. So, I mean, you want these players to play the game, especially when you're betting on them. We've, we've had it before where, uh, I think a couple weeks ago, we took Chris P- uh, Paddock. After two innings, he came out of the game. I mean, you just don't want that, especially when you put money on and. You're betting games for players on the team, and Luke Voigt is a pretty big player. I mean, he could change the game with a home run at any time. So let me switch to that. I mean, uh, the talk with everybody is that the balls are really getting more juice. Uh I mean, I'm seeing some of these guys swing, barely able to reach the ball on the outside, and they connect, and the the ball goes out. Yeah, uh, and they're just poking it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm on the side that the ball is juice. I mean, you see it. Teams are just hitting overs. Um, easily. I mean, teams are hitting 10 home runs in a game. We saw that before when Minnesota early in the year, they had doubleheader um, at Target Field. They were just hitting, I think they had 10 home runs in, in the doubleheader that day. It's almost always that I see uh, that if you're taking the over-under, it's it's um, easier to go with the over. Yeah, right? especially, yep. No, exactly right. Players so, are going up there swinging for the fences. And if you see one of those really low seven and a half or whatever, I think you got to take that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I was looking at the game too. Unless before. you're the Mets on a usual day that doesn't yeah. score any runs. <laughs> yeah, the game earlier today, I was looking at uh, the Giants versus um, the Cubs. Yeah. I like both games. I mean, Darvis was pitching well, uh, Bumgarner was pitching well, especially at home. Uh, but it was seven and a half. I just couldn't take it. I couldn't do it. Especially with bullpens now. Um, I mean, bullpens come in, their pitchers come in, they, teams can just hit home runs like that. The Giants have been hot, especially scoring runs. Um, so that's the reason why I took the Giants. I mean, they got Bumgarner going. Um, their bats are going. I think they're hitting close to like 280 over the last seven games. Um, yeah, just something just something we like to look at, just give you a little insight of uh, what we're looking at uh, each night. And by the way, an, an, another uh, kind of consequence of, of the game right now with, I guess it's either the ball or whatever, but the, uh, the uh, urban average is, uh, has, has moved up. From last year, from 2018 to 2019, it's gone up from 4.1 to 4.45. So yeah. it's, it's uh, look, it's people love that. They, they like to see the home run. So, yeah, that's what, that's what, uh, when Manfred came in, he said, That's what I want. He said he wants more, he wants more action, he wants more home runs. And boom, right after that, the ball starts uh, changing course. And everyone, I know everyone talks about like launch angle and uh, like bat speed. And I mean, that's what it is. I mean, you have shorter stadiums now too. So it's just changing the game. And obviously, the pitchers are here to uh, deal with it with their high ERAs. Not many broken bats unless you have a guy like Alonso who decides to break his bat over his uh, knee. Yeah, I know. What do you all, think about that? All those Met fans uh, probably love that one. I mean, it is pretty impressive to break the bat over your knee. We've seen guys try to do it and fail, and it's a huge hit to the ego. So, I mean, when you see a guy do it, you're like, yeah, I guess the, uh, what do they call him, the polar bear? The polar bear. I mean, the I guess polar he, bear. he lives up to his name, just yeah. had all that muscle just sitting under there. I thought he was just trying to do that to motivate the, the, the rest of the team. And it's kind of interesting. You got a rookie who's trying to do the rest of the, you know, get the rest of the team motivated. Yeah, so yeah he is a guy who likes to talk. I mean, he likes to talk, but he seems like he's kind of that trying to come into that leader role, which is yeah. obviously something you you want being a Met fan, and just kind of just seems like there's no big voice in that in the clubhouse over the past couple of years. So, yep. I mean, that's definitely what you want, especially in a rookie. Good. All right, that's about it for uh, baseball. We'll be right back. And we're back. Once again, Linebreakers podcast number 13. If you're on our website, www.thelinebreakers.com, right there at the top of the page, the week's tips, click on it. We have three packages, $19.99, $49.99, and $199. Month, week, day. And we also have our guarantee, if you don't cash, we don't cash. So you have that in your back pocket. You have the, uh, it's almost like the insider deal when you're like looking at the guy, wink, wink. That's our deal you got. You got the wink, wink deal that we have uh, the guarantee that you'll get the free week, the following week or the free month if we don't cash for you. So we'll move right into college football. Obviously, all of the conferences having their press conferences. Big news out of the Big Ten one. Um, John Harbaugh talking uh, talking some crap about Urban Meyer. He was It was almost like a backhanded compliment. He was, com- he was congratulating him. Get this, Professor. He was congratulating him about how everywhere he goes, he's successful, but also controversy follows him everywhere he goes. He was also in Florida. There was a whole talk about... I mean, everywhere you have big, big um, programs, uh, there's always talk about whether they're paying their players or not. So he's at Florida. He, he happened to leave. He had headaches or whatever it was. His uh, life was... Um, I guess you're saying his life was in danger. Um, then there was a whole problem there. Then he goes to Ohio State. I mean, there hasn't been any brush up at Ohio State, but he was kind of like hinting to, uh, hey, maybe, uh, maybe they're paying their players. Maybe there's something we don't know about them. So it's always interesting. It's always interesting. Uh, it, it's a it's a sad uh, story having all these issues with uh, these these student athletes and then people getting paid uh, 
But you know what? Uh, when you look at college football, especially at that level, that's like pro football. Yeah, I it's mean, a they, billion they, they, dollar industry. Yeah, NCAA I mean, is pulling in. And they're making so much money off of these kids. Yes, they're giving them a scholarship, but these guys are making up, yeah. bringing in millions. Especially when you're playing college football, it's, it's pretty much just as hard as NFL football, especially when we get to these big, uh, these big conferences. Guys are flying around full speed, head down. We saw that LeGrant, um, what was it, like 10 years ago now? And Rutgers, it's paralyzed, like a, has yet to walk since. Um, I mean, numerous stories that you really get don't really get as much publicity, but players are just, I mean, they won't be able to walk after this, and there's no really big, uh, there's no big medical plan after this in college football for yeah. all these players. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I mean, obviously the joke is Harborough, um, he has a big record, but he just can't seem to beat Ohio State. I mean, he always seems to uh, lose to Ohio State, and maybe he'll, uh, maybe the next exit for him will be just right onto the NFL. Who knows? Maybe he needs one of those personal life coaches, you know, to psych him up before the game. <laughs> that he, he does get his players to go to go for. That's something that Urban Meyer kind of gets a little slack for. They lose, um, they lose the teams that they should win. They always say he doesn't get the teams hyped up for uh, those lower lower mid conference games. So just letting everybody know out here that uh, you know what we're going to try to do for this football season, especially on the college level, we're going to try to find some of those really... Uh, those juicy games that no one knows that's about. That's right, exactly. So everybody else is going to the big games or whatever. We're going to find some of these games. We're going to highlight them for you where you'll make some good money. Mm-hmm. So, you know... Keep an eye out for everything that we're going to be doing, and we'll let you know. And yeah. of course, as we said, you got the packages: the daily, the weekly, and the monthly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna ride it pretty good in the football season that's yeah. coming up. Yeah, exactly. And we'll, we'll definitely let you know about those picks, those uh, the big trends that we'll find, and the lines that probably don't get the attention that they deserve. And we're gonna spot them before um, before the casual better would. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. SEC SEC conference also happened. I mean, we'll just shoot out a couple odds here. Alabama, obviously, huge favorites to win minus eight, uh, one eighty. Georgia plus two thirty, and then after that, it's here in the thousands. Florida, LSU, both plus a thousand. Uh, Big Twelve, Oklahoma, Texas, obviously, they're there every year. Oklahoma minus one twenty five. They have the new quarterback there, Jalen Hearns from Alabama, um, and then we'll also see if they can win three Heisman's in a row, which would be unprecedented. I'm pretty sure no one's ever done that. Teams have done it. Um, Army did it back in the 50s with inside and outside, um, the two running backs. But, I mean, I don't think anyone's ever won three Heismans in a row, especially with three different players. Yeah. That'd be pretty interesting. And we'll move kind of right into well, also Clemson, minus 700. I mean, that would just be the smart play to, for them to win the ACC. But we'll move right into the NFL and Maybe training we'll, camp. Yeah, what we could do in the next uh, couple of podcasts, talk a little bit more in depth of the uh, college uh, football uh, ideas that we have about uh, mm-hmm. you know, how they'll do. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's not that much news coming out of college football. They're kind of under wraps for their, their kind of back-to-school training camps that they have. The NFL is much bigger, much more public, and that's what we're going to move right into. Uh, most training camps are starting soon. Obviously, we talked about it last week. We talked about the week before. Injuries, injuries, injuries. The Falcons already lost two guys. Michael Bennett, big name, coming in. He was going to come in, be a third down kind of sack specialist. He wreaked some havoc, great at uh, blocking down balls, broke his ankle. I mean, I like to think he's out at least for eight weeks, the start of the season, first couple games. And then also J.J. Wilcox, safety. Uh, last year, I think he played for the Colts and the Jets. Um, he was going to be like a backup kind of guy towards ACL he's out for the year I mean these are just the injuries that you just hate to see and we're going to see more of them I mean that's just what's going to happen yeah players come in they're not ready either not ready or they're just I mean it's just a fast game players are flying around not knowing where they're going 
um, like I say, head down full speed. I mean, you step on the you step the wrong way. It's just it's kind of just bad luck, and uh, nothing to do about that. Yeah, everybody's playing for their contract or or spot on the team, so you know it's uh, it's the the risk that that you take. But sometimes uh, I I agree with you. It's it's a risk uh, that the the uh, team takes, and it's going to hurt the team over the long haul. So it's uh, they got to do something about yeah. that. And it's hard to change because you need the players to practice. Yeah, I mean you need them out there. You need them uh, game ready. Also, other big news last Friday: Tyreek Hill, a wide receiver for the Chiefs, he was kind of in this um, child abuse. Uh, accusations um the nfl cleared them they're not going to suspend them for any games this year uh mainly because they were denied access to to records the city in kansas city or not kansas city but the the district uh whoever had jurisdiction of it the case wouldn't let the nfl have access so they couldn't they just couldn't do anything they couldn't any get any uh information they really just didn't get any anything about the case and they just they couldn't they couldn't it's like it's like you're not having any evidence in a case. It's like you just have to let them go. Yeah, can't let them do it. So it's not really an exoneration. They just, they just couldn't let them play. Yeah. It's kind of crazy because it. I mean, there was a, a leaked uh, video of him earlier in the year of this year, uh, pretty much threatening his girlfriend that he should be afraid of him, stuff like that. So kind of like damning evidence. I can't believe they uh, they couldn't suspend him a couple games. But that's kind of the problem with the NFL. All these domestic violence cases. It kind of just hurts them in the long run. And we'll see it. We always see it every year, this big case. Uh, I mean, players just can't keep their hands off uh, either their girlfriend or their wife or their children. It's kind of it's kind of pretty messed up. But um, it seems like that every year. Other uh, other news, Mark Sanchez, finally, Mr. Butt Fumble, Mr. Highest uh, QBR versus... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what he's known for. You ask people Mark Sanchez, oh, the guy who ran and fumbled with the guy's butt... Yeah, that guy. He's finally retiring. He actually, believe it or not, he has the highest QBR versus uh, Brady in the playoffs. He actually beat them back in 2011 when they went to the AFC Championship game. He beat them in Foxborough. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, he can kind of hold his hat on that. Um, but, yeah, he's going to be, uh, I mean, he's a good-looking guy, so he'll be on ESPN. He'll be like a college analyst. I saw one joke. It's like some kid who went to college four years, like entered at ESPN 20 years, like, and Mark Sanchez retires, knows nothing about journalism, and he just gets the job. <laughs> just because. But that's showbiz. <laughs> um, also, some, uh, I mean, in the upcoming weeks, we'll be mentioning a little bit about fantasy football. I know some of you guys out there like FanDuel, um, DraftKings, the little weekly fantasy, uh, make your picks, get a certain salary, make picks, make money. So we'll be kind of doing some insight on that, um, maybe giving you some sleepers, um, players to pick who we like stuff like that just based off some trends based off some matchups that uh that we just see throughout the week plus i think we're going to be uh, talking about some of these uh, uh gaming sites and telling you which ones we think are the better ones so um oh the better yeah the better ones to go with better odds yeah, stuff like that yeah 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 that's the like good a, part about it is if you look at our weekly uh package at 49.99 that's less than ten dollars a day and we guarantee the week you're not going to find that anywhere yeah so, I mean, that kind of helps out us. the guys who are betting $10, $10 a unit. Yeah. Let that sink in. Less than yeah. $10 a day with the uh, expertise that we give you. It's uh, money in your pocket. Yeah, with our write-ups backed by uh, data and analysis that we 
that we look for. We we comb, we search. And the cool thing do. is, yeah, the cool thing is, sorry about that, but the cool thing is customer service too. You know, we, we have people com- contacting us and we respond back to them. You don't see that in, in a lot of these uh, um, handicapper uh, services out there. Yeah, that's a great point. Once they get that money, it's like, see ya. It's like, yeah. bye. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we want to give you. We want to give that kind of like interpersonal relationship that, I mean, that we say that all of our customers matter. What, you got to go out with the customers too? Is that what you're talking I mean, like, yeah, if it's a good Italian spot, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Watch a game, have a beer. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I think that'll uh, do it for the podcast number 13. Thanks for uh, joining us, everyone. I have the professor over here. He's always uh, excited to come on every week. And, um, yeah, I'm Coop. We are the Line Breakers. Yeah, and just to let you know, uh, we had a... Talk with our um, our resident guru that does a lot of the algorithms, and he's interested in coming on board. Uh, talk with us uh, one of these days, so we'll we'll Ooh. get him on here. He'll be a long distance call, but it'll be fascinating for him to show you how we um, look at games and what the type of um, data we use, um, so that you get an idea of how we we make things happen. Yeah, it's a good point because sometimes people say that algorithm, they're like, what does it mean? People are very confused. No one really knows what it means. It just sounds like something with numbers. Yeah, when, I hear, they, yeah, when I hear words like that, I just start melting. Yeah. It's like, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> no algorithm. But yeah, exactly. That'll be fun. That'll be an interesting <clears throat> point. I'll definitely learn some stuff, um, and we hope you guys can learn some too. Yeah. But uh, we are the Line Breakers. Bet with your head, not with your heart. Out. Out.